Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hempaware Radio. This is your hemptrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, here to empower your hemposphere because it's important. On this show, we put emphasis on what matters most to you. What is your dream? What is your purpose? And how can you integrate hemp into that? Today's show is a fine approach to empowering the planet with amazing cannabis advocate, author, writer, speaker, uh, world traveler, among many other amazing things, videographer, uh, video producer, uh, Doug Fine. And today is February 17th, 2017, as we're broadcasting this show. Uh, You might be listening to a recorded version, but either way, thank you so much for your attention and your time. Your time is certainly one of the most valuable resources, and I sincerely appreciate you investing it and raising your awareness about the essential benefits of cannabis and hemp. And uh, Hempware is committed to creating a paradigm shift in consciousness for the entire planet. And we're here to inspire, educate, motivate, and uplift you to utilize cannabis for your clothing, your food, energy applications, healing, and ultimately rebuilding a healthy home, environment, our companies, and our economies. So just imagine if our basic needs are met with hemp, uh, our food, our shelter, our clothing, you can only imagine the amazing things that we can do with this life. And on this episode, we're going to uh, get into the latest cutting-edge innovations with hemp, what Doug is doing in the hemp world, and um, empower your hemposphere. Uh, but before we get started, listen to the uh, past episodes, including today's show, by visiting the iTunes podcast library. Uh, just type in the word hempaware, all one word, or you can visit hempaware.com forward slash radio. Also, if you have any problems that you're dealing with in the hemp industry or any challenges that you want to overcome or any topics that you'd like us to cover on Hempaware Radio, just email support at hempaware.com. So without further ado, welcome aboard Hempaware Radio and the Hempaware train, uh, Mr. Fine. I appreciate your presence. Thanks so much for being here. It's a pleasure. It's great to be here with you, Tyler. Right on. So today's uh, a brief show. Um, so we're going to try to squeeze as much juice out of it as possible, milk it for all it's worth, so to speak. Uh, so let's dive right into it. I know we've had you on the show once before, uh, so our listeners can check out that show. But let's um, give them a brief kind of purpose of your life. You, you came across cannabis many years ago, and you've written several books on the, on the subject. But let's just um, share with our audience, what is your life purpose? Um, I'm trying to uh, nudge the cosmos in what feels like a positive direction according to my part. Um, I'm belief, I believe that there's all kinds of energy throughout um, our existence, and what um, life is telling me is the right way to go is what on, are the things on which I try to focus. And where that intersects with cannabis is that in our little niche of the galaxy, in our little planet, we've got a climate change issue. And by um, cultivating hemp cannabis, um, it's the number one way that we can both heal soil for healthy food for everybody, but also to um, sequester carbon and mitigate climate change so that future generations have an opportunity to exist. Mm-hmm. That's crucial, man. It's an ultimate life purpose, and I'm I'm right there with you. I feel like 
the cannabis industry or the people that are in it, you know, from the heart space are uh, are really the change makers. And so it's it's an honor to see the work that you've done. Uh, your latest book, Hemp Bound, is so inspiring. It's it's tremendous value. If if you haven't already picked up a copy, um, go to Amazon or uh, DougFund.com or uh, even HempAware.com. We have a section of books you can pick up your your copy there. So where can our listeners learn more about you? I, I know I just mentioned your website. Uh, you're a speaker, um, hemp advocate. You're a, a farmer of sorts. You're a goat herder. Tell us a little bit more about how people can hire you to come speak at their event on hemp or just kind of a little bit more about um, what services you provide and how people can learn about you. Thanks for that. Uh, I Maybe the most direct way, other than the website, there's a Dispatches from the Funky Butte Ranch link there that uh, I send out periodically at DougFine.com. But other than the website, I tweet every day at Organic Cowboy, two Cs, one word, at Organic Cowboy. Um, and that's the best way to find out what's going on, including a very uh, near future announcement. This year, I was blessed after 10 years as a cannabis journalist, author, and speaker to actually become a real hemp farmer. I had to travel 2,500 miles from my ranch in New Mexico because we in New Mexico hadn't passed our hemp bill yet, although it's looking good for this session, thank God, Mm -hmm. Um, but to Vermont where I teamed up with two other families. We planted 23 acres and had a multi-ton harvest um, right out of the gate. It felt really really good. It was not easy work for a million reasons, um, but it was largely pleasurable. And um, for folks checking on the, uh, uh, following me on Twitter, um, we're just about to release our first product. It's called Hemp in Hemp. And it's all from our Vermont harvest. It's hemp seed oil pressed on the farm, um, infused with flowers from the same plant. So it's a, uh, um, we're marketing it as a um, massage oil, uh, sore muscle uh, salve and a, uh, I like to throw it in the, you know, a, t- a couple of, uh, you know, a teaspoonful or whatever in the bath. Um, and we have other products that are going to be live on our website soon. So that's in the next uh, week. And that's just an immediate thing that has me really excited. Mm, that sounds so delightful. So you're going to have a, not only the essential fatty acids from the seed oil, but you're also getting those terpenes and, and cannabinoids infused from the flowers. Yep, through decarboxylation. There's a lot of different methods, as you know, as you know, and probably as a lot of listeners know. There's a lot of different methods just on that flower side, just on the on the um, extracting flower elements from them. And some of them really focus on different elements, whether they be cannabinoids or terpenes, bioflavonoids, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we like the idea of decarboxylating, of just basically heating up the flowers in their own hemp seed oil, and it was an experiment because we didn't know anybody else that had done done it that way. And it's really working well. It's not a product for somebody that is looking for a high dose of CBD, that one specific cannabinoid. Certainly there's CBD in it. But mm-hmm. it's something about, I don't know exactly what it was, that it was grown outdoors under God's sun with love, that it has mm-hmm. that it was decarboxylated so it has its full range of cannabinoids, terpenes, et cetera. But... <laughs> God, you put it on the sore muscle and it feels better. So um, we're certainly not mm. calling it medicinal or anything. It's just, you know, it's just I, I tell people, warning, it might cause uh, relief in your sweetheart's sore shoulders, but that's as far as the uh, claims <laughs> we're making. Right on. So hemp in hemp. That sounds good. I can't wait to experience it myself. So what do you cool. feel 
are the most important actions that hemp advocates or hemp business owners should be taking right now to contribute to the success of the hemp industry and, and continue it? Because there is um, rumor now that there's you know, some chance that we might lose a lot of traction based on this whole DEA action, um, you know, rescheduling um, cannabis, um, you know, unlawfully they're, they're trying to impose changes that um, may affect the industry. What do you feel is the most important thing that these advocates and business owners can do to, to you know, contribute to the sex, success of the hemp industry? I think you hit on it, Tyler, right there, and um, not allowing anything except forward movement, and that's that's our decision. Um, we know that hemp is good. We know that it's it depends on it, regardless of your approach. If your approach is, um, for instance, patriotism, it's good for the country to have a strong hemp economy, to have farmers that are back to work growing a lucrative crop. It's good for the climate to have healthy soil building, which every hemp crop provides. Um, and it's good for humanity to have um, healthy food and other products that are available um, as we move towards an overall healthier society. Um, so we know that we're in the right morally. We happen to also be in the right legally, which is, you know, going back to Thomas Jefferson's day, but even in this post-Farm Bill 2014, we know that we're in the right and that we will be uh, successful. So it's, I would urge folks to not lose um, sight of that and to not allow anything but moving forward. And uh, there's no, I believe that there is no reason for, for fear um, because um, we also have the law on our side um, when it comes to hemp. So um, it's win-win. The other thing I would say is just do our best to avoid infighting um, and to avoid letting personality difficult. I mean, personality challenges are, in my experience, the biggest challenge to any mm. human endeavor. And it's part of the reason mm-hmm. why I live in a remote yeah. goat ranch in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, but um, to try and avoid the problems of, of past movements that um, are their own worst enemy through dissolve, you know, through problems within fighting. If there's somebody who's whose actions you don't feel great about, there's, it's a big world out there. Just keep moving forward, sidestep, focus on the positive, try to avoid negative. I think that's a, that's a really big thing, and it's, it's, um, it can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sound advice. I appreciate that. And it's certainly true that human interaction or human relationships might be the most challenging uh, topic or way to uh, keep moving forward. And so ultimately working on ourself, working on our mindset, as you mentioned, and uh, incorporating a spiritual practice, I think is essential, you know, when it comes to business, utilizing our businesses as a vehicle for human transformation, for consciousness transformation. And uh, obviously working in the hemp field is very easy to feel like you're accomplishing a spiritual purpose um, or a higher purpose in life. Uh, so, what would you recommend someone just getting into the hemp world uh, as far as, you know, how they could raise their awareness about hemp? And um, if we have enough time, we have about three minutes left. Also, if somebody's just now getting started, what are some of those lucrative uh, industries uh, as far as hemp that you, you would suggest people to look into or invest in? Tackling the first one, um, there's, for people that are trying to 
uh, increase their knowledge base and are just hearing about hemp for the first time and want to learn more about it, um, a great way is to go to a, a hemp trade, trade show or expo. Um, if anybody's in Washington, D.C., right in Congress on February 28th in Rayburn Office Building in Washington, D.C., there's a Hemp on the Hill Expo. Um, and then, mm -hmm. of course, the great NOCO Hemp Expo, the fourth one. I'll be at both of those. That NOCO is in uh, um, Loveland, uh, Colorado, uh, my favorite holiday, April 1st. So trade shows mm -hmm. are good. Reading literature and books um, about it helps. Um, and if you live in a legal hemp state, I'll tell you this. I learned more in one year of being an actual hemp farmer this past year than in 10 years of hemp journalism. And so if you're in a legal hemp state, register, even if you're just going to plant a little bit, just get some seed in the ground, see how it sprouts, see how it works, and you'll be healing, you know, soil and doing good things um, uh, along the way. Um, and then as far as, like, you know, applications and making a success of it from what you call a bottom line standpoint, um, with my usual preface that I think these days everything should be focused as much as possible on regional um, supply chains and making sure that the farmer benefits. So we hear from a dispensary, for instance, in Vermont that wants some of our flour, and their their first proposal is, and they're great people, give us your flour, we'll process it, and we'll give you half of the oil or half of the revenue from the like, oh, okay, because we just work 10 months on this crop every day and you own a machine, so that entitles you for 50%. Stick up for farmers. Farmers mm -hmm. should be the ones who that largely benefit. It's easier said than done, and it's hardly ever been achieved in the history of, you know, since post-feudalism. But it, now is the time we can incorporate fair trade and organic principles into uh, a vertical system that benefits farmers. On specific applications, yeah, sure, a lot of the flower applications have been uh, getting a lot of attention now, but the fastest growing market in Canada um, in the past year is fiber, believe it or not, of mm -hmm. all things. And so um, the I'll, I'll close with the big advice that I got from Hemp's uh, Mark Randers, the managing director of Europe's longest running hemp company, which is the secret to success in hemp is eyes open and the ability to constantly pivot. It's, it's new and it's in flux in a million different ways. And so you can't just throw all your, uh, you know, eggs in one basket and, and believe that you hit on the solution forever because the industry isn't in that place yet. You've got to have your eyes open and be ready to pivot, ready to learn from, from what the market's showing and uh, make creative decisions going into the future. Right on. Thank you so much, Doug. This is your hemp entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp. Thanks so much for tuning into this short and sweet Hempware Hempisode broadcast. Doug, I hope we can have you on the show in the near future, and I'll be seeing you at NOCO. I'd love that, and I look forward to seeing you too, Tyler. Thanks for having me. All right. Bless. Peace out, everyone. <laughs>